Hello, and welcome to Disambiguation, a podcast about uh, removing some of the confusion and helping you understand more about uh, AI and business automation. Now, once a week, we'll bring interesting guests on uh, to talk about all sorts of different topics around um, artificial intelligence and the adoption of artificial intelligence and how um, how different companies are you know building products to help uh, solutions and also um, you know some of the um, application of that technology in business itself and you know the, the purpose really is to try to cut through some of the noise that we're hearing I mean certainly over the last year uh, at least since last fall, uh, you know, there's been uh, been a, a great deal of interest in um, AI business, particularly generative generative AI, and and of course, um, all, anytime you see that much uh, activity and that much excitement, there's also a certain amount of dark side or downside, or even just noise and understanding that needs to help you figure out how you're going to actually use these um, technologies in your business and, and you know, make some, uh, some difference there. Now, I just conducted a survey um, of, on AI adoption, and I was just going through the data. And one of the things that I think is really interesting is to look at how companies are using this um, technology today. And, and the survey was North America only. It was a uh, about uh, 402 respondents. And the number one use case, uh, 65%, which is a pretty strong one, uh, is chatbots. So intelligent chatbots are certainly uh, popping up in a lot of different places, replacing your more traditional uh, chatbot. 64% said cybersecurity was their, um, you know, was their um, solution or they were using uh, AI for cybersecurity. 53% uh, using uh, AI for virtual assistant. Uh, 47% enhanced data analytics and 44% anti-fraud or, or, you know, financial fraud uh, prevention. So, you know, you can see pretty strong um, adoption and use already. And of course, that's just growing. And in that same survey, 87% of the respondents said that they would increase their spending on AI over the next 12 months. So there's definitely a need to understand. And hopefully, uh, like I said, we'll be able to get some interesting guests in here. We already have several things lined up. Uh, we're going to be, uh, you know, in upcoming episodes, we're going to be talking about AI and security. We're going to be talking about privacy issues around AI, uh, AI for marketing, uh, prompt engineering. You know, you just can't... Um, go in and use these um, GPT engines without understanding how to write a prompt to get exactly what you want out of it. You know, much like you had to learn how to search on Google when, you know, you started using that to get the results that you actually wanted. Uh, sales and automation. Intelligent chatbots I've mentioned already, and we'll dive into that a good bit. Uh, data preparation, data quality, and also data sources, uh, which is a, a certainly a hot topic of, you know, not just your internal data, but how do you augment that data. Uh, using AI for cybersecurity is one of the hottest use cases. And of course, you know, that really is um, a response to the fact that AI on the opposite side, on the hacker side or the darker side, um, is also, you know, getting a lot of adoption and use case there. And it certainly makes the threat exposure much greater for businesses. The best way to respond is is to, uh, you know, fight fire with fire, as they say. Uh, generative AI use cases, you know, we're all talking about uh, GPT engines and integrations and open integrations and open and closed uh, large language models. So uh, we'll be talking about a lot of that as well. And, you know, when, when we talk about um, artificial intelligence or AI, 
we we're really talking about the simulation of human intelligent processes by machines, computers. Uh, these processes are things like learning, the acquisition of information and rules for using that information, reasoning, using the rules to reach approximate or definite conclusions and, and self-correction. Now, they divide um, AI into three categories, narrow AI or sometimes called weak AI, um, general AI and artificial superintelligence. Now, what we're talking about today is in the category of narrow AI, and we, we haven't um, yet been able to um, build a general AI system and then certainly not as an artificial superintelligence, which would be even more capable of, uh, than a uh, human. So general AI is, is or, or strong AI is, um, exhibits all of the uh, capabilities of being human. So, you know, implies that it can perform intellectual tasks that, uh, being, you know, humans can, can understand, learn, adapt, implement knowledge, et cetera. So like I said, it, it's a, it's an exciting one, but it's, it's definitely not out there yet. And if you, you know, so so what we're talking about is narrow AI, and that's you know all the conversation today is around that, and and for this for the near future anyway, it's hard to to predict, but um, certainly there are plenty of people working on the, the the move to general AI. So you know we we talk about AI, and 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 I know a lot of people think that this is a fairly new development, but the truth is, if you look at the history of AI, and and I'm and I'm not going to take you through the whole history, although. Maybe we'll do a, a show on that at some point. Um, but the, the field of AI really you know, emerged in the 1950s and 60s, which surprises a lot of people. And, and it's very closely tied to, um, to, to you know, things that we would have called analytics, for example. Uh, and you know, Alan Turing uh, proposed this Turing test in 1950 to determine a machine's ability to exhibit intelligent behavior that's indistinguishable from that of a human. And that's that's really sort of how this, um, you know, that, that's sort of how we started moving forward with these. So, you know, 70s and 80s, there were expert systems, uh, knowledge engineering techniques to solve complex problems. Um Stanford uh, CARP became the first AI controlled autonomous vehicle in 73. So, so some movement there, 1990s and the 2000s, machine learning became the big, um, you know, the big, the, the hot topic. Um, in 97, IBM's Deep Blue defeated uh, world chess champion Gary Kasparov, which really was the first time the public saw the showcase of this potential of AI and, you know, in strategic decision-making kind of task. Um, and then, you know, natural language processing, which, you know, starts to help uh, computers to understand and generate uh, human language effectively and efficiently. Um, in the 2010s, you know, some developments there, um, we had uh, IBM Watson on um, Jeopardy, for example, and one, one Jeopardy showcasing the, the power there. Um, and, and the virtual assistants that we all started to use on a daily basis, Siri, uh, Google Assistant, Amazon's Alexa, you know, all of those are AI powered conversational agents that we started to use and be comfortable with, um, you know, and, and really uh, much more commonly used and particularly, you know, things that are built into your phone or some of the other smart home, uh, your thermostat, et cetera. Some of those things connect into those virtual assistants as well. So, you know, where we're we going, I mean, that's a, that's a tough one uh, because certainly there's a lot of activity. There's a lot of experimentation. There's a lot of capabilities that are, are uh, you know, growing very quickly. And, and with all technology, you know, it, it, it tends we tend to predict the future based on the 
the you know rate of change that we have today. And the truth is, technology almost always advances exponentially, and this is certainly the case with um, with with the AI uh, technologies. And and so I suspect that you're going to see you know many leaps forward over the next few years. It's it's going to be a really exciting time, and and that's you know that's one of the reasons that um, we really wanted to launch this is so we could. Uh, really be, you know, inside of all the exciting things that are happening around these um, advances and rapid advances and, and all the, you know, kind of ongoing research in areas like reinforcement learning, generative models, uh, explainable AI, robotics. Um, you know, we're using it uh, now in semi-autonomous vehicles, certainly trying to move towards autonomous vehicles, smart homes, healthcare, diagnostics. Um, so many, many business applications there. And then <clears throat> certainly we also want to take a look at some of the ethical considerations con uh, AI, including things like issues of privacy, bias, uh, job displacement, which I know is something that is you know, a, a lot of buzz around that lately with the idea that perhaps the automation could eliminate certain job categories, which, you know, I think I think when we uh, publish the report from the survey, you, you could take a look at that. You'll see that there is a certain amount of uh, displacement that's going to happen because you're going to automate over time certain mundane tasks out of the way. But that doesn't mean that that you're eliminating jobs overall because there's certainly new skills that are desperately needed to to implement and, and operate, um, you know, and continue to use these types of tools. And, th and that actually was the number one concern uh, in the survey uh, from the respondents was uh, this idea that it's very difficult to find the qualified talent that you need. So there's going to be a big push to educate more people, get them involved in, um, you know, in AI research, AI application, use of AI. All of those things are definitely, um, you know, going to you'll see happening over the next few years. And then, of course, you know, this uh, general intelligence, the AGI, artificial general intelligence we were talking about is this idea of human level intelligence, which still, you know, still an aspiration at this point, but certainly will be moving along. And, you know, today for business use cases, you can think about um, really sort of two basic um, uh, ideas. One is um, automation. So what are the tasks and things, operational things that I do in my business that I could automate? And right now, I think we think of that more as we call mundane task or routine task, whatever you want, word you want to use. But, but those are things that are uh, you know, that you're, that are capable of automation and, and that line over time is going to move up as more and more capabilities come out, more and more things that could be automated. So you can free employees up, uh, you know, humans up to actually focus on much higher value kinds of activities. And then the other kind, and I mentioned assistance before is, is the idea of using, uh, AI technologies as an assistant, you know, sometimes <clears throat> you'll hear, uh, people refer to enhanced data analytics, for example, the idea of, of having large data sets and having, you know, AI be able to parse through, um, you know, machine learning models, generative models, all those different types of technologies, parse through all this data and then narrow down your choices uh, to help you make better decisions, whether it's a business decision, healthcare decisions, whatever. In fact, that's one of the easiest use cases, I think, to understand when we talk about assistance is uh, a doctor doing a diagnosis. Now, you certainly, you know, we're not at a point where we want the AI to do the diagnosis, but you could feed that 
AI, all of the symptoms. And of course, it trained on data from all over the world about different types of diseases and symptoms and that sort of thing. And it could pretty, you know, reliably give the doctor a few choices or places to look to try to make the diagnosis and really assist that doctor in, in, um, in, consuming a mass data set that there's no way that a, a human would be able to work through in a reasonable amount of time and actually provide that diagnosis. So, so that's the kind of thing that, uh, that I think you're going to, you know, see more and more of assistance and automation. And, and, uh, like I said, going forward, uh, we'll take a look at some of those topics. Um, we have some really exciting topics coming up. One of the first shows will be about AI and marketing, uh, which is one of the areas we're seeing a really a lot of activity, uh, we're going to look at, uh, you know, customer experience in the context of AI, a few different uh, ways to look at that. Uh, I have a, a, a few different guests around the idea of cybersecurity and AI. We're going to take a, a deep dive into several of those things. Um, I did a show on my other show in the hot seat, not uh, not that long ago on um, generative AI and higher ed. And we're going to uh, bring one of the guests from that show onto this show and and have a, a good conversation about what she's seeing and you know the application of uh, of Gen AI in um, in a higher ed environment. Uh, we've got uh, some you know um, we're going to look at some uh, Salesforce uh, uh, activities at AI during Dreamforce. Uh, so have a few there. Virtual assistants, uh, low code, no code platforms that are using AI. We're going to take a look at that. Um, and then, of course, in the back end, the data, data quality, data sources, all those things. So I'm, I'm really excited to get this going. I don't want to uh, ramble on too much today. What I wanted to do really was, um, you know, was focus around um, just helping you understand kind of what we're going to do and where we're going to go forward with this. So look for the shows once a week in all your standard places. If you'd like to see the videos, uh, we will be doing videos for most of the shows, not necessarily all of them, but for most of the shows, we'll do the videos and and we'll be doing, um, you know, on on those shows uh, for some of the on-site uh, type shows. Like I said, m mentioned to Dreamforce, I'm going to try to record a couple of shows there uh, on some of those, uh, you know, event driven ones that it could uh, very well be audio only. But uh, and, and those will be in your usual suspects, you know, Apple and Google, all the, all the standard distribution, Spotify, et cetera. Um, so with that, I'm, I'm, I'm going to um, sign off today. Uh, like I said, look for this once a week. This is purely an introduction to the show, of course, but, uh, but hopefully um, you'll get excited about this and see how much is possible. Uh, you know, I do think there's a huge, huge uh, opportunity for businesses to use AI across a broad set of use cases. And so, you know, over the next few weeks and months, we'll take a look at some of those. So thank you very much for uh, for listening to this episode zero, this first episode. Um, and I'm looking forward to seeing you again on uh, the next episode where, uh, you know, we'll have some interesting topics of, uh, to talk about uh, about AI. Thanks for joining me.